Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and today I am going to add in a little bit of my old podcast from last week to this one because what happened was is I recorded a podcast last week and I realized that somehow there was a technical difficulty where I kind of like cut out and you couldn't hear me. So I'm going to end this podcast with my podcast from last week, basically. So you're getting like a double time. I haven't really gone through the whole thing to edit what's there. So um, we'll find out. So if there's some out of date sassiness, I'm sorry. The thing is, is that I could have fixed it last week, but she was in a mood last week. Uh, Miss Rona made me a ratchet little bitch last week. I was so angry. And I also like fell out of all of my routines. I didn't do my little like action item of the day. I wasn't journaling. I was just fucking angry. So I don't really know why. Probably because we're locked in the house and we're in the house locked. But I am I'm over it. I was over it last week. I couldn't hang. And so I didn't want to fix my stupid podcast, which is not stupid, but I, you know, you just get annoyed. But I'm back today and I'm excited to be chatting with y'all, hopefully bringing a little bit of like sassy love light to your quarantine because this shit is awful. So I don't know where everyone's listening from, but California has extended until the 31st of May, which, you know, like this sucks, of course, but at the same time, people are dying. And what's driving me crazy is the way, and I can't remember if I talked about this on my last podcast, but whatever I'm saying again, like we're so weird about this whole like, okay, well, only 10 people died thing. I'm like, okay, well, um, hi, I'm not trying to be number 11. So If this is what has to go down, of course, I hate it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I cannot wait to go back to the wineries. Marietta's where you at. I just signed up for a membership right before this because I go to the winery so often that I was like, I need this membership so I don't have to pay for the tastings every time. That's the whole reason I got the membership. And now I can't use it and I want to vomit. I'm sure there's a lot of annual pass holders for Disneyland out there. Of course, our favorites, the Corona Brides, the freaking high school seniors, college seniors. Like this sucks for so many people, but I'm hoping that we can just kind of band together, power through, you know, whatever you need to do to get through this. Let's get it done. Just like stay off the beach. Maybe they're going to be a little lenient and let us go back to the beaches, but definitely not if y'all are just like laying on top of each other. Let's just like be cool about it. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, we're back in this hellhole for another month, but I think today I felt pretty positive about it in the way where I was like, okay, we already survived one month. I've kind of already fucked up everything I need to fuck up last month. Like I I made my mistakes. I kind of figured out what really made me happy in those times. The one thing I need to fix is my sleep. I don't know about y'all. I'm sure everyone's feeling this out here, but like I cannot fucking sleep. And I was talking to my uh, girlfriend, Erin, today, and she was like, this feels like we're back in college, which is the perfect analogy where you're just staying up hella late, not really caring, getting drunk and eating goldfish, as she put it, wine and goldfish, which I actually had for dessert today. Uh, (laughs) And you're just so thrown off. I definitely miss waking up early. And I know for me, in order to work out, I have to do something in the morning because I am never going to say no to a happy hour. I mean, I am going to I don't want to say never, never say never to Justin Bieber, but 
I, I rarely say no to a happy hour. If I say no to a happy hour, it's for one of three reasons. One, I already have another happy hour planned. Two, I am really at my limits and I need a break and I need to not talk to anyone. Or three, I am so sick out of my mind. So those are like the only reasons I'm missing a happy hour and working out, as you could tell, was not on that list. So I definitely need to wake up or wake up early and work out. So I'm really hoping that to be a May goal. I'll keep you updated because like your girl gained, I gained, um, four pounds, I think in a week. And this isn't me just being like, oh my God, you guys, I gained four pounds. Like, no, your bitch bought a scale and she gained four pounds in a week. And I am fucking pissed about it because I mean, it's, I'm pissed because I'm pissed because I'm eating brownie, but I also know it was my own damn fault. I like totally felt, like I said, I was angry last week. I fell off of my rocker, wasn't doing my intermittent fasting, didn't really give a fuck to work out. So it's so annoying how I can literally fall out of routine for one week for a total of like, okay, I weighed myself, I think six days apart. And it's seriously like that easy for me to become just a roly-poly oly again. And it's just so stinking annoying. And some of you out there might be being like, but Ashley, why did you buy a scale? You're not supposed to buy a scale. Some of you have never done Weight Watchers and it shows because here's the thing about Weight Watchers is they give you extra points to get snacks and stuff on their website when you do things. I think I might have talked about this before. Or I was just telling my dad who laughed at me and told me that buying snacks should not be a motivator for me to weigh myself. But you know what? Whatever works. Okay. So basically, when you do things like track breakfast on time and like track your weight, then you get points to to buy things in the store. And I love a good reward. So I bought the scale to weigh myself. And basically, I hadn't weighed myself since I first joined Weight Watchers, which was back in like August of last, no, maybe like it was March of last year, like 2019. And I weighed the same amount as that time, which obviously meant I lost weight because trust me, I gained that all back over Christmas. And um, yeah, and then I gained four pounds in this week. So apparently I don't get to play games with my routine. And um, I do have cheat days, of course, but they need to be like a cheat day and maybe not a cheat week. I think uh, probably happened there. And I also need to stop being like a total little bitch about working out. I'm hoping maybe after this podcast, I might try yoga again. Yoga really pissed me off, to be honest. But something's got to get this bitch zen and skinny. That's all I really want. I am working a lot, as I said, get skinny on the whole like self-love thing. Just in case I really can't lose the weight. I should still think I'm pretty either way. So I'm really on that journey right now. It's been pretty um, difficult. The journey to love yourself is not an easy one. So some of y'all have already like done that. Some of you are on the journey right now. Some of you think you can't start the journey. If you're that person, I am telling you, you can start it. So definitely on, on a rolled. I'm reading, um, of course, as I said, by yourself, the fucking lilies. I can't say enough about it. I hope Tara reads this like, or listens to this podcast one day. And it's like, wow, this girl's really in love with me. And I am, you are the best. And I'm really hoping I'm almost to the end here. And then I'm going to read the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which I heard people really love. So I'm excited to read that one. Also, apparently, if you put the word fuck in the title of your book, I'm going to read it. So that's uh, 
that's all I'm hearing about there. <laughs> so yeah, it's been um, a good day though today. I did um, I did have an accusation that I had to clear up. Um, John Floor and my father called me a bad influence today. And I think that was really disrespectful. I like to think of myself more as a, a projector of fun, a party projector, um, a you know, a good times influencer. I don't know what you want to call it, but a bad influence was just harsh. I mean, trust me, it's not my first time getting that kind of shade thrown at me. But what happened was my mom and I went for a walk and that was great. But I realized that she has never had the dairy. And if you are from Livermore, Dublin, Pleasanton, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. It is a staple. She's lived here for 19 years. Like, she should be kicked out for never going. Like, that's illegal. It's literally the best ice cream in the world. And I'm an ice cream judger. It's like a soft serve. So it's super good. I'm obsessed, obviously. And I was, I've been craving it since I saw that a friend of mine posted on our Instagram that it's open. Very exciting. Shout out to Carly. And I got so excited that I had to convince her to go. So we did our walk, walked two miles. Yes, Queens. And then I convinced her to go to ice cream. But then... We already had plans to, you know, drink wine and eat brie cheese because my mom has this habit of letting brie cheese go bad in the fridge because she buys it too early for a party. We're obviously not having a party, so I don't really know why she bought it, but she had it. I didn't want it to go bad, so we agreed to eat it. And then she said that the rosé might be going bad that we had originally bought for my sister's shower. That's not going to be happening on the same date we thought. So she said we had to drink it. I don't remember hearing me pushing anything illegal or me, you know, saying, I don't know, jump off a bridge. All I said was, yes, you should have a dairy experience. And yes, we should eat the brie cheese. And yes, you should drink the rosé. I mean, what, what, what's a girl to do? So then my dad comes out and we're, he, full, first of all, he's mad because we didn't bring him back anything from the dairy. But as you know, the drive, you might know, let me explain. The drive from Pleasanton to Livermore with the dairy would have got melty. It's not good. You cannot refreeze that shit. It's like, you have to have it there. It's just a whole experience. So sorry, dad. And then the wine, the cheese and the wine was going to go bad. What we're going to do, waste it? Like, no. So he comes out already judging about the ice cream. And then mom, you know, and I are drinking. It's like 4 p.m. And he's like, wow, you've really become a bad influence. And then my mom joked, are you are you going to kick her out of the house? I'm like, bitch, I ain't got nowhere to go. Also, I remember my sister living here until she's 30. So I'm pretty sure I have a few more years of getting to live here. So leave me alone. I'm just trying to make it a little bit more of a party in the house. And I don't think that's a crime. If it is, come arrest me. I'll do my time. Um, (laughs) So yeah, you know, harsh accusations today. And I'm just not understanding why I'm being treated like this. Also, I... I, I talk in my other podcast, oh, my other episode that I'm going to splice into this one. So you hear about it later about Demi Lovato being like, quote unquote, canceled. Hopefully that comes up. I honestly don't know what's going to go on there because I probably should have listened to that podcast before I did this one. But like I said, I had to go off the adrenaline of wanting to do the podcast because I was so angry last week. So anyways, you just got to follow your energy. But talk about the cancellations. And today I read that Cole Sprouse got canceled. We are in the middle of a pandemic. What the fuck could Cole Sprouse do that would piss enough people off? It sounds like 
there's accusations that he emotionally abused his ex-girlfriend, but then those came out like years ago. So I've been reading articles trying to get to the bottom of why he was canceled in the first place. And I really don't understand it. I know that Lily Reinhardt is fucking pissed. I mean, one, that's her man. And two, she's already spoken out against this internet hate multiple times. So you knew this bitch was going to come back. And I support her. Yes, Lily Queen. Unless he really was emotionally abusing his ex because like, that's not okay. But if he's not and people are just throwing out accusations and canceling people left and right, relax. I just have one question. Why are we so focused on canceling queens like Cole Sprouse and Demi Lovato when we could be canceling Miss motherfucking Rona herself? Like, can somebody come get her? Kick this bitch out of the club. Cancel Miss Rona. Stay the fuck inside. Don't inject yourself with bleach. Can we cancel Miss Rona? I just think we really need to like cut the shit on this whole cancellation shit. If I have to read this again, I'm going to vomit. This is so annoying. I cannot seem to also get off TikTok. And I had watched, I've been watching a lot of like shocking moments you didn't realize from like Glee and High School Musical. But there's something I also want to like bring up to people because for some reason I saw one Facebook video of an old clip from Victorious. Remember that show? Ariana Grande's start and claim to fame. <laughs> they, I was, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this show again, but there's no Disney Plus. How am I going to watch it? Hello, Netflix still exists. Uh, it's not on Disney Plus. Sorry, there's no like Nickelodeon Plus. So I really wanted to watch it. It's on Netflix. I'm an idiot. So I start watching it and I am so confused, you guys. They make Ariana Grande's character cat like dumber and more weird looking as the seasons go on. Like I'm in season one. She has her eyes fully open. She is still like a little ditzy, but it's fine. But then I was on Facebook again and a clip of that show she did like Sam and Cat or whatever came on. Her eyes are barely open. She's like barely. She's like mumbling. And I'm just confused as to why it's a storyline or it's a character development for people to get more dumb. I feel like that happened in High School Musical, too, with Ryan. Like, I'm sorry, but Ryan got into fucking Juilliard. So don't play with me like he was the dumbest one out there. Like, I'm bored. Like, Karen was great in Mean Girls, but let's just leave it to her. She did a great job and let's not revisit it. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I also want to share in case you missed it on my Instagram. I shared a little bit about one of the tools I was using to kind of get through, um, coronavirus. And it was each day I used my calendar because I'm sure a lot of us have bought planners and calendars and you're like, fuck this shit because I love I buy a calendar and a planner and I use my phone because I'm nuts, but I just love them. I like looking at my events. I love having it written down and I also love looking at it on my phone. So it reminds me. But what I was filling out my calendar with was different, um, you know, goals for the day, whether it was putting away laundry or doing something like that. And then days where I didn't do something, I just kind of wrote myself a nice message instead of being so hard on myself. And so I'm starting that up again in May. And I'm really hoping to actually get through the whole month with doing something every day. And, um, you know, I did Today was actually cleaning out my car, which I could have done podcasts, but whatever. I'm doing both, so I'm overexcelling. Um, I had cleaning out my car, which is great. And now probably tomorrow I'll be cleaning up my room from all the shit that I got out of my car. Uh, but it just like gives you a little something to do, something to look forward to. So I'm really excited to keep 
picking that up in May. And like I said, I really hope to like work out more and do good. And I want to know about, you know, some things you're doing at home to make you happy. I'm just curious and I want to be a part of your Corona quarantine development. Because the way I'm looking at it is that, as I said before, this is the time I have to focus on myself. No one else is going to pay this much attention to me right now. I mean, Jimmy's doing a great job. But, you know, I'm like, I got to take this time, this opportunity to really focus on myself and love myself. And so I'm on this journey. If you are on this journey too, hit me up. I want to be on it with you. And I am now going to flip it to the clips from my podcast last week. So a little bit of a weird episode. I don't know if a professional podcaster would do this, but like, here we go. I still think I'm a professional. I mean, I'm like industry cred, right? It's fine. Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Salik, still in shelter in place. Uh, Doesn't sound like anything's really changing. So uh, cheers to that. I am currently drinking a, I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio um, on the rocks because my mom really likes her... um, white wine at room temp. I like mine cold. I also have been eyeing my Ghirardelli milk chocolate bar that will probably get snacked up tonight. Support your um your girl and uh, make sure you go buy Ghirardelli, you guys, for reals. Um, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't be doing because I ate a lot of shit this weekend. And according to my scale, I did drop a pound. And, you know, I do want to continue the success of that. But I also want to eat this chocolate bar. So maybe just half, you know, portion control. It's what they tell you on Weight Watchers. And, um, you know, half success, half ready to continue to eat and drink tonight. It's Sunday. It's um, apparently a day of wine. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Hi, how is everyone doing? You doing okay? You holding in? You uh, doing any journaling? any meditation, anything to help you through. I am shocked that we're about to be like in May, like May is rapidly approaching. And it's funny because I was thinking about quarantine and I or shelter in place. And I was like, yeah, this has been happening since like the beginning of April, like thinking that it had just been April 1st or whatever that we were stuck in this. And then I was like, oh my God, this shit started in March. Like, oh my God, I cannot wait to see my friends. Of course, there's like an extra weirdness for, um, you know, people who have or suffer from um, autoimmune illnesses and also have like really older people in their life. Like there's just this added fear where it's like, okay, so even if we get out of shelter in place, like what's the procedure for like a bitch like me? Do I get to just keep living my life? Do I have to be extra cautious? Looking on Instagram, I saw the phases, you know, I don't know what's accurate and what's not. But um, I saw the phase one where it's like 10 people in a group in a house or something. And like, I, I'm ready for that, that I can do. You know, I think I obviously understand opening up bars. I don't really want to go to a crowded bar. I haven't wanted to go to a crowded bar for a while. So I'm kind of excited like this is going to give me an out. I like doing it for occasions like birthdays and, um, you know, bachelorette parties. But God, I just do not 
love being back to back and sweaty and not getting a drink. I think that's the main thing is like, I like my instantaneous drinking gratification. Like I love when a friend can just pour my wine in a glass for me and it's nice. Um, I'm not a huge fan of having to wait in line for a drink. Now, the exception being a brewery and a winery. I love those relaxed environments. I just really like day drinking. And I know quarantine is definitely allowing me to do that. And I'm very grateful for the situation. But I would just like to do it with other friends. I think, um, you know, I've been getting kind of drunk on my on my happy hour calls. Like I definitely had one on Thursday. And I'm not totally sure I was fully there for the end of it. So um, shout out to some of my lax girls from back in college, we did a FaceTime and I felt like I was back in college. And you know, it's funny, the last time I FaceTimed with some of my other friends from the lacrosse team, I don't really remember too well the end of that either. So I think there's a pattern there of um, drinking with the people that I played lacrosse with, apparently, even on FaceTime. Don't totally remember it. Um, I did a fun game with... um, some of my other friends, we did a happy hour and Tiffany put together this amazing like board game basically where uh, she rolled a dice and each of us had a little card and she'd move us across the board and there'd be different um, different things you had to do. I belted out the national anthem. I think very well done personally, but you know, uh, we can definitely ask them their opinions on that. And I'm sure my mom definitely wanted to kick me out of the house for that loud singing, but it's okay. Um, and, you know, we did some twerking. It was just a really good time. So I feel as if my friends are fully embracing this, uh, you know, virtual hang sessions. And I super love that. I feel like I'm just as busy with different wine nights scheduled throughout the week. My mom keeps commenting on how I have um, so many wine nights back to back. But I am a social person who really like relies on people for happiness, which I'm working on. You know, I'm on my journey of self growth of like loving yourself, but I just really thrive around people and the people that I love. So this has obviously been just such a journey. Anyways, um, I have been waiting, just waiting for some good drama to come out of this pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like the celebrity world has kind of been the snooze fest and like this weekend slash this past week just like really came in hot. So I have a lot in the celebrity world of I'm sorry what to unpack. And I would like to start with our, oh, sorry if you heard my chair. Um, I'd like to start with our number one celebrity, Mr. President Donald J. Trump. Is it a J? I don't really know. You know, I, I always keep saying I don't do politics and I have friends who are on both sides and I respect everybody. I respect everyone's opinion. I understand that people have different thoughts. But the Lysol injecting thing? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The look on the person's face, I this is how much I don't know. I think she was like the queen of the doctors or whatever. The look on her face when Donald Trump was like, inject yourself with Lysol and you'll be fine. And, you know, there are two sides. Uh, he's kidding side. He was serious side. But I would say that the repercussions that people have accidentally taken or on purpose taken, because of what he said, are crazy. I read an article this morning, and of course, this is all hearsay from the media, so I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm just saying what I read is that this guy did a bleach enema, an enema, 
Like, why would you even take it that far? Why would you even risk damaging your butthole? I guess I get damaging your veins, but I'm sorry, what? Why would you go straight to an enema? If you have not had an enema before, that it's not a fun experience. Like, I had my first enema at the age of 16. If you don't know what it is, by the way, it's literally a pill you shove up your butthole. And one of my most amazing enema stories is that I was friends with this girl, um, really close to this girl named Shayna in, in high school. And I had just gotten back from the summer camp that I go to and I hadn't seen her. And I wanted to go over and say hi, but I knew I had to take like an enema at a certain time. And she's like, it's okay. You can just like come do that at my house. Like the sweetest thing ever, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe. But then I did my first one and I was like, no, you literally have to like be like, you got to be like in a dress where you can access like your butthole with no underwear on and you like lay on the side. And you know what? I really think she probably still would have been very supportive through the whole thing. But um, the decision was made for me to do that at home. Like what a weird experience. Things go out of your butthole. They don't need to go up your butthole. It's just like, it's so weird. So the idea to me that someone did a bleached enema is insane. I really hope this is hashtag fake news. I really do. But I've seen a few doctors on on Twitter and Instagram talking about how, um, you know, they've had like an increase in ER visits due to people doing shit like this. And it just makes me so sad, you guys. Just like, don't be stupid. I don't know. Maybe he was kidding. Maybe he wasn't. I'm not going to weigh in on that part. I'm just like, I'm sorry what to all of the people that are doing that. And by the way, they're not all just in Florida. So we cannot blame Florida for this one. Um, and, <laughs> and then I'm going to take a little sip of wine for this next one, because anytime I talk about Kanye West, I feel like I have to be a little tipsy. <laughs> Kanye West is just like, he's just good times. He's just good times. Like he's a piece of shit, obviously, to some people. Um, you know, I, I don't like the way he's treated Taylor Swift in the past. So as a Swifty, I don't like him. But like, as a lover of drama, you gotta love Kanye West. So Forbes magazine put out an article about, you know, him being a billionaire, which is interesting, because there was also reports about him being like super poor, or like he said he was poor. And now he's like, rebuilding his empire. I don't know. I just read the articles. And so apparently, Kanye is super pissed because they said he had a $1.3 billion net worth. Can you guys imagine having that much money? I don't think anyone who's listening to this podcast has that much money. And if you do, um, for entertaining you, I would like to charge you a million dollars a second. So my Venmo name is at Ashley Sleek. Um, (laughs) And so uh, he's not happy with it. And um, he apparently sent a message to the Forbes editor saying it's $3.3 billion since no one at Forbes knows how to count. Now, that's a big statement. I would hope that someone at Forbes knows how to count. I mean, their their whole magazine is literally about numbers. Like, it's about counting the numbers of rich people. So I would really hope that somebody at Forbes magazine knows how to freaking count. Am I am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. So um, <laughs> I I am just like, wow. Wow to this. Wow to Kanye. He just never disappoints. One of my favorite memes, video memes, I don't know if those are the same things, but whatever, going around right now is Mariah Carey, like, pushing somebody out of the way to hug someone else. And then, like, Kris Jenner's Mariah Carey and it's, like, pushing Kylie out of the way to go to Kanye. And I just, I, I die over, I die over the shit. I am just, wow. Kanye, he never disappoints. 
you know, humble, humble people don't like to talk about how much money they make, but don't forget that he is Jesus. So there's that. I'm really shocked also to hear that Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler broke up. Like, I'm sorry, what? You like, you seem fine on your show. I don't watch it. I just watch clips and it seems fine. But I also like have this theory that couples who, you know, uh, find each other before, like they don't find each other on the show that they're on. Like they're probably not going to last. This is honestly just based off of um, the Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson show. And there's a lot of contradictions to this because Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne are still together. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't know what I'm talking about, but I just feel like there is probably this very high added pressure to be on a reality show where Kristen's like super comfortable with it. Like she was born on Laguna Beach. Like she's fine. But Jay Cutler being like a football player, like that's kind of it's kind of reality TV. Like don't at me. Football people and baseball people. I don't honestly don't remember what sport he played. I thought it was football. I don't know. I love watching sports, but that doesn't mean I know a lot about them. I'm just saying it's kind of a form of reality TV. You get your life filmed. You play a game. I mean, it's just like when the witches of WeHo play drinking games, right? It's just all the same. Um, but I, I just, I just think probably that added pressure they were super not prepared for. In my professional opinion of a relationship counselor, I mean, I was a psych minor who didn't finish, so I know my shit. But I, I'm just like, I was not prepared for that. And then, you know, obviously, uh, you had to wonder, was it the quarantine? But I guess they were like, broken up maybe before I don't know but spending this much time with your partner when you're not uh getting a break I'm sure that's been very hard for couples I wouldn't know I just spend my nights crying over not seeing my boyfriend all the time but when he came to visit me for a hot second he already pissed me off in like a minute so I super I super relate um <laughs> and then I didn't even know how to start going down this hole. I feel like this is going to be a longer podcast in 30 minutes. So like this is a fun treat if you love listening to me talk. But I feel like it just wouldn't be right for me not to talk about Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez because like the drama there is piping hot. And I'm sorry what I was so pumped because actually my best friend Jasmine brought this to my attention today because I, um, you know, I was telling her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you hear what Demi Lovato said on Sunny with a Chance? She's like such a queen. And she's like, no, I thought she was canceled. I'm like, fuck, why does this bitch keep getting canceled? Like, can we just leave Demi Lovato alone? Like, this bitch is canceled like every five minutes. So I want to start with her hilarious thing that she did. So Sunny with a Chance had like a little reunion via Zoom or whatever. And, you know, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, I have to admit. I saw it on TikTok where they asked basically like, okay, so what's everyone been up to? And Demi just goes rehab multiple times. Like, I love that she has the ability to call herself out. Like, obviously, of everybody on that show, she is, yes, the most famous. It probably had like one of the most difficult times with her struggling with her addiction. It's a big statement to make. I just honestly don't know what's going on with anybody else. So that's kind of rude of me. But I just I love that she called herself out. She's like, you know, just doing rehab and shit. So here's the story why she got like hashtag canceled. I just had to start it with a good note and then let's get into the shit. So apparently Demi Lovato had a secret Instagram account for the kids that's called a finsta bitches. So she had this finsta allegedly where she threw shade at Selena Gomez. Now when I'm reading these articles and she's getting canceled, I was thinking, oh my God, she must have said 
the worst shit. I'm like thinking she called her like a see you next Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. So it took me a long time to find any reports on what the text actually said. And maybe because I was like so or the post actually said. So I just had to give a shout out to uh, Clever online because I watched their video. Um, Emil, I think was his name. Um, He was the only video I watched where I got all the information and I didn't even watch the whole thing. I got like two minutes in and got enough information to do my podcast. So thank you. So in these comments, basically there's one where like, there's an old magazine cover of her on um, Selena Gomez and she like signed over her. And then there was another picture of Demi and Selena and Nicki Minaj at a fashion show and she said lol this is photoshop like this would never happen there was another one where it's a screenshot of her harper's bazaar cover and she was like i really try to keep my mouth shut this time like all these things like mm, honestly i could see coming out of demi lovato's mouth i just don't see why this was such a big deal and maybe you have other screenshots you can send me and let me know of what exactly was the big deal if you are really hating Demi Lovato over this. But it's interesting because these screenshots leaked in conjunction with her Harper Bazaar magazine cover, right? And in the cover, she says, you know, that Selena and her are not friends anymore. And there was a little shade thrown. So I'm going to butcher this quote, but basically this is what it said because you don't need the whole thing. They asked her about Selena Gomez, um, you know, her friendship or maybe the comment about um, her performance at the Grammys because Selena posted something that was super sweet about, you know, how proud she was of Demi, blah, blah, blah. So Demi had just casually said that she's like, you know, when you grow up with someone, you have love for them um, and she will always have love for them. But she thought her Instagram post felt and then she stopped. So maybe she was going to say a little out of the loop, a little like too much. I don't really know where she was going with that, but she was definitely about to throw shade and she stopped herself. So Harper Bazaar, rude. You know that she was trying to stop herself from talking shit and you posted that shit anyways, but like good for you, but also I see you. And so people are pissed about this. Now that comment kind of makes sense with the Finsta stuff. And the the other thing that's interesting is big smoke and gun, you know, as as the people in the police force call it, I don't know, is that there are celebrities that follow this Finsta page. So it's like Sam Smith and I think Lauren from Fifth Harmony, a few other people. But, you know, as was pointed out by many people, Photoshop can pretty much do anything these days. So It would be not surprising if it's all photoshopped. I just think it's interesting that the article already came out and she already kind of said they weren't friends. So maybe, maybe, but maybe a Selena Gomez fan account wanted to make Demi sound worse than she already does. It's like the thing is, is Demi puts her foot in her mouth every time she opens her mouth. So I, I don't know why someone would take the time to try to take her down like this. I mean, this bitch has already been down every hole. She's like pissed off Taylor Swift, which is like probably one of the scariest things to do. She already gets like canceled every five seconds. She always says the wrong thing. It's like, why would someone take all the time to take her down again? I'm not saying that I believe that that there really is a Finsta. I'm just confused as to like who the person was that like took the time 
to take her down. And what's interesting is she was on um, a podcast before all this had happened. And she's like, I've been canceled so many times. I'm just like over it. Like she already knew it was coming. She already knew she'd been canceled. So maybe Maybe there's a chance that someone was trying to threaten her with the screenshots and she was like, screw it, put him out. So far, it doesn't look like she said anything back, but I'm just, even if it's true, I have thrown shade. I'm not a celebrity except for in my own mind, but I've thrown some some quiet shade here on the podcast. Jillian and I have thrown shade on our podcast. I've heard Stassi straight up throw shade on her podcast. I know it happens all the time. So for Demi to have a quiet secret Instagram where she vents about someone that used to be her best friend, I'm not mad at it. She's not out here yelling in the street saying Selena Gomez sucks. But if you can honestly, honestly tell me with every bit of your soul that you have never talked shit about someone who has done you wrong in your mind, I'm not saying Selena Gomez did anything wrong. You know, I'm a big Selena fan. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm also a huge Demi fan. I love them all. I wish they would all hang out. I wish they'd all be friends. I'd be super about that. I, I hate friends fighting, but I get it. She was looking for an outlet to express her anger. Maybe a Finsta was not the right place. I just wish everyone would just buy a journal because, you know, except for in Mean Girls, usually that shit doesn't come out, but just relax. Okay, I am probably getting in trouble right now because it's nine o'clock and I'm being loud and I'm at home and I get in trouble for being loud on the phone every day. So don't forget to freaking love yourself and have fun with yourself during this quarantine. I've seen a lot of people just like doing up their hair and makeup and doing fun photo shoots in the backyard. I absolutely love that shit. I love every single one of you. Be healthy. Be safe. Okay, bye.